Welcome, Castaways, to another episode of Football Laws Island. I'm your host, Tim in the house. Watch your mouth. Hey, my co-host, Sean Sean, he is out today. But hey, we want to go through uh, we go through week nine uh, DFS lineups for you guys. Kind of want to go through the NFL trade deadline that happened uh, this past Tuesday. And it was a crazy trade deadline. I mean, we had about 10 trades. Uh, I think that broke the record by about five trades for uh, for the trade deadline. So, I mean, I first want to talk about what I think was a, was a big trade for Chicago getting Claypool. So, Pittsburgh ended up trading Claypool to Chicago. Um, the only thing with him, he's only averaging 9.1 uh, yards a catch this season. Um, playing with Justin Fields is going to improve his weapons to have um, out there. But I just think that, you know, uh, Justin Fields is still developing as a quarterback. But I do believe it's a step in the right direction to get Claypool. Uh, another big trade we had was uh, that I thought was a big trade actually was uh, T.J. Hawkinson. He went over to Minnesota. Now, excuse Minnesota did lose Irv Smith to a, a high ankle sprain, so they had to go out and uh, kind of you know make make a move and get a tight end. Which, uh, like I said, Minnesota is looking good this season, so they had to make some type of move. And T.J. Hawkinson actually is, uh, to me, in my opinion. He is an improvement uh, at tight end position. Uh, he's just, uh, to me, he's just a better tight end. Uh, I hate to see him leave uh, Detroit, actually, you know, for fantasy value because I think his value may have been a little bit higher with Detroit because their offense is always, you know, you know, having to score with the defense being so bad. Uh, with Minnesota, his targets are going to drop a little bit having Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson out there. But I still believe that, I mean, his value is still going to be kind of high. You know, he's a high tier tight end. Um, we also had Naheem Hines. He went to Buffalo for my for my Colts. So Buffalo, I guess you know they whiffed out on the McCaffrey uh, land run. They end up getting Hines, which again it, it may work in, in two ways. It may get Singletary a little bit more motiv- motivation to uh, to know you know to run the ball better. But Hines is pretty good uh, catching the ball at the backfield, and he's a, you know he's a little explosive uh, running back. Uh, we also had uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. He ended up going to Miami uh, again. Uh, if you have Mostert, you kind of like, oh, God, man, <laughs> come on, man. You know, but uh, they end up getting Jeff Wilson Jr. just kind of help that running game. Um, now, his value, I would see, I, I would say it's kind of like that backfield would be crowded for me. So, I, if you're holding on, if you had Mostert, you're not happy about that that trade. Uh, we had Kareem Hunt. He's still in Cleveland, man. Uh, they end up not trading him. I, I thought for a chance that he could end up being in Philly. Uh, even with the Rams, I, I mean, watching that game Monday night on Halloween when they played Cincinnati, uh, they it seemed like they were showcasing Kareem Hunt for a trade. So just kind of show, hey, you know, just kind of give him a showcase. But they ended up not making a deal. I mean, they had Johnson out there for uh, for Cleveland, kind of running a little bit more, which he had a pretty good season last year. A couple, couple good games when he had to come in for uh, Chubb and Hunt. But uh, they didn't end up pulling the trigger. I don't know what happened behind the scenes. I would have like I would love to see Kareem Hunt get traded. Actually, though, I think he would have ended up. I think he would have did real real good with the Rams. But he stays in uh, in in Cleveland. If you have him right now, I mean, he's just still considered as a a, a low flex option uh, for you know being a, a backup running back. Uh, also, I would you know I would like to see Green Bay kind of. I, I heard they they went after Claypool. They ended up not getting him. Um, Cooks was out there. Brandon Cooks from the from the Texans. He was out there. They end up not even uh, getting him. Also, I don't know if they you know tried to get him. Uh, I don't know if they're still in the uh, OBJ you know 
sweepstakes, but I, they need some help at receiver. Uh, I just I'm surprised that they didn't have any moves that they made. So that's kind of most of the uh, fantasy impacts of the NBA, NFL trade uh, trade deadline. So uh, going to week nine, man, we have a list of injuries also, though. We have uh, Jonathan Taylor. Now, he, he didn't practice today just due to uh, his ankle. So um, kind of look out for that and monitor that. Uh, that he's had a rough season so far. And uh, this is just another indication that his season's not going as, as well as people would hope uh, being drafted at the number one pick. He's uh, he's not lived up to expectation, and the offense and the team has it, and they know that. So they're trying to make moves. Switching from uh, Matt Ryan to Sam Ellinger, I, I don't, I don't agree with that move. I don't believe that is the move in the right direction. Um, Sam Ellinger, he's a, he's a, he's a good locker room guy. I believe. I just don't believe he's gonna, he's gonna make your team any better um, as far as at the quarterback position. So I, I didn't like that move for Jonathan Taylor or Pittman Jr. Um, I really didn't. So uh, we also got uh, Austin Eckler. He had a. Uh, Adam Adamum issue <laughs> his stomach well his stomach so he was uh he was limited in practice today also uh, again something to monitor Cooper Cup we know he had that high ankle sprain uh, from uh, the game against the 49ers he was also limited we had uh, Aaron Rodgers he was limited in practice with the uh, right thumb issue I believe he's still gonna play it's just you know just probably limited Aaron Rodgers uh, Mark Andrews he did not practice with the uh, shoulder and ankle issue. Again, something to watch. I believe he may miss multiple games. Uh, we also have Mike Evans. He had an ankle issue. He was limited practice also today. Um, Palmer for uh, the Chargers. Uh, Josh Palmer. He he was in full. He fully practiced with the uh, concussion, and he's going to be somebody you might have to look into. You know, with Mike Williams actually being out for multiple weeks, um, we we can look at Palmer. But he did practice, which is a good thing from the concussion. Man, my guy Swift, man, he was limited in practice also with that ankle and shoulder injury. Just, uh, man, I, I had a feeling, that, you know, before I drafted him this year, people were talking about, you know, injury prone. But I just still believe that he is a, I mean, he has the potential to, you know, have a thousand yards receiving and a thousand yards rushing. It's just, man, the injury bug just seems to bite this this guy all the time. He's, he's a terrific talent. He is. But it's just he can't stay healthy. So, I mean, Jamal Williams, again, he's uh, in line up to get a you know couple touchdowns and kind of get a bulk of the low. He may get a bulk of the low because Swift may end up missing. Um, I always want to say, well, they just keeping him out for precaution. But, man, with Swift, you never know. So, actually, I mean, kind of look out for that. James Conner, he was limited with a rib injury. I mean, he's already missed about three games. Um, so, that's another thing to look out for. Uh, and again, we know uh, big news actually that came out, you know, over the Halloween weekend is that uh, Jamar Chase he will miss multiple weeks with that hip injury, so that sucks for <laughs> for for Cincinnati, man. I mean, there's more opportunities for Boyd. If you were able to grab him, uh, kind of like I did off the waiver wire, you you were kind of like, okay, I'm glad I grabbed him. But as we've seen against uh, Cleveland in the uh, Halloween massacre. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> didn't work out too well for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Yeah, they struggled the whole game without uh, Jamar Chase. So, um, Keenan Allen, hamstring, he didn't practice today. Again, he's probably going to miss multiple entries. So, with him and Mike Williams being out, I mean, you got Eckler and uh, also being banged up. Uh, Palmer is going to be a, a hot commodity, I would say, uh, this, this, uh, this coming Sunday. So we'll run through the slate of a couple of these games and just kind of go over a couple of players that we like. 
Um, and actually, before we do that, we're going to kind of go over last week and talk about some of the players we hit on with our daily uh, DFS lineup that we had between me and Sean. So on some of the ones that I hit, uh, it was Tua. Uh, I hit on Foreman also for um, Carolina. We hit on Waddle. We hit on um, Ertz, the tight end from Arizona. And we missed on Swift, Brandon Cooks, Chris Olave, and uh, Mostert. So we missed on those. So we went kind of four for four, which, you know, we were 50%. Hey, man, cast ways again. Hey, you know, take our advice, but don't take our advice. But take our advice. We we prefer for you to take our advice. But, again, we just kind of – it's research, you know. We kind of help research. That's all we're doing. We're just a platform to help you research. So – We'll go over, um, this is just kind of for the Sunday slate only, uh, so we'll go over a couple matchups and just kind of, you know, throw a lineup together, see who we like. So we'll first start with uh, Buffalo and the Jets. Uh, Jets are playing a great, great, great football. Defense is pretty stout, but they're playing Buffalo, and Buffalo looks I mean, they look like they are definitely Super Bowl contenders. It looks like they might end up winning it all. Josh Allen, he is probably going to be your MVP. Um, that If I had a vote, I'd give it to Josh Allen. So... We'll look over that. Uh, I would say, uh, for me, with this matchup, man, there's a lot of players that I would like to play, right? I would love to play Diggs. I would like to play um, uh, Josh Allen also. I would like to play that stack together. It's just that I I believe that they're playing, I mean, they're playing at the Jets. I think it's going to be a tough matchup. And with the price that they're going for, uh, Josh Allen's going for 8500 Diggs is going for 8400 I just, I don't, I really don't want to pay up for that because I don't think, I think Buffalo is going to win a game. I just don't think it's going to be a super high scoring game with just a lot of touchdowns. I mean, I say that, but the Buffalo could go crazy. But I do believe in the Jets defense and I do believe it's going to be a pretty, pretty decent game. And I just don't want to, I, I just can't spend so much money on those two players. Um, Hans may be a flyer you can take on, but like I said, he just got to Buffalo. He's at $5,500. Um, if anything, Singletary is going to be running hard. He's at $5,700. So he may be a player that I kind of target in this matchup. Um, also, you know, you got James Cook in the mix a little bit. He's at $5,100. Uh, I, I just think them getting Hines is kind of going to elevate, you know, the both running backs. I think it's going to elevate both running backs. So for that matchup, I would say that um, my favorite pick would be uh, Hines out of that matchup to get at, at his price tag. Well, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Not Hines, but a Singletary. His price tag of $5,700. That would be my my match, my uh, my guy I would pick out of that matchup. All right. So, the next matchup we got is Indy and New England. Again, man. Like, for me, it kind of sucks with uh, with Pittman Jr. Uh, I just don't think with Ellinger being the, the quarterback, you're going to get – you're going to see the best that you can see out of Pittman Jr. I just think it's going to be tough for him to get him the ball. Uh, I just see – Everything like taking a taking a hit. I see his targets. I see his yardage. I see his touchdowns. So um, and Jonathan Taylor being kind of banged up, being questionable with that ankle. He didn't practice today again, so he's at seventy seven hundred. So he'll be somebody that you kind of you know watch and 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 kind of see if you want. And that price tag with what his production has been this year, I just I mean tag me out. You know I can't I can't really mess with. Anybody from the Colts. I'm not going to lie. I love that team. That's my team. I just can't pick anybody for a daily DFS. Um, now, one player that I would like to have on this matchup would actually be Ramadre Stevenson. Uh, that guy is a beast, bro. So, I, I would love to go ahead and have Ramadre Stevenson. He's at $6,200. 
And I think he's going to run crazy on the Colts. I really do. I think he's going to have a field day. Uh, Harris is, I mean, he's in the mix, but I still think this is Ramondre Stevenson's uh, job. And honestly, thinking about New England, man, I will say this, bro. It's going to be quarterback uh, carousel. They're going to they're going to go they're going to go from Zappy, then they're going to go back to my guy. Uh, uh, hell, I don't. <laughs> I'd have forgot his name because he been, it's Zappy's job now. But yeah, they go they gonna go uh, quarterback quarterback man. They, I believe that I, I believe that uh, my guy Bill uh, I said Bill Parcells. <laughs> That's why you need your co-host man. That's why you need your co-host. But yeah, no, I think they're gonna go between uh, uh, Zappy and then they're gonna go Mac Jones. Uh, and I think it's just gonna help. They're just gonna run the ball too. I, I think Bill Belichick is gonna run the ball. And I just think that it's it's just a, a, a sticky situation at the quarterback position with New England, man. It's real, it really is though. So it reminds me of uh, that show Friday Night Lights. <laughs> they was going, they was going back and forth with fucking quarterbacks, man. They didn't know who to pick, what to do. But yeah, man, I would say Ramon J. Stevenson for uh, sixty two hundred dollars with this matchup. So our next matchup is going to be uh, Washington and versus Minnesota. Uh, again, uh, Minnesota just got TJ Hawkinson. So while I, I do like it, I don't believe like right now is the best time to, to play him. Um, I just don't. I mean, it's going to take a little bit of time for him to get incorporated into the uh, into the uh, offense. Uh, he is going at uh, about five k. You can't pick him up. But with uh, with Minnesota playing at playing Washington, man, I kind of like in this matchup. I, I kind of like uh, paying up for Dalvin Cook. He's at seventy eight hundred dollars. I do like. Paying, you know, paying up for him a little bit. Him and Justin Jefferson. I wouldn't mind in this matchup paying up for both of those guys. Um, I, I wouldn't be, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad about it at all. Um, like I said, they're they're worth paying up, especially I believe Minnesota's kind of rolling right now. They're playing great football. Um, my favorite will probably be price wise. I'm not gonna lie, probably scary Terry. Okay, I, you can see the connection that he has with Heineken. And uh, his price is great at $5,900. So, I see price-wise, I wouldn't be mad at actually uh, playing him. Actually, and actually, I think I might make a switch. Yeah, see if I can slide him in my lineup. I, I suppose I already had this done, but I might make a switch with Scary Terry. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Let's change that. Let's put that in there. Let's change this. Let's go. Okay, we'll change that at the end. Okay, so yeah, I would say with with that would be scary Terry. He would be uh, value wise, he would be my best option out of this matchup. So and then after that, we got Atlanta and we got the Los Angeles Chargers. So um, my guy Cordell Patterson, he's been taken off IR. Um, he's still. I don't know if he's gonna play or not. I wish he would play because the Chargers are terrible. Terrible, as Charles Barkley would say. They're terrible. Terrible against uh, the running backs. So I would love to play him. I'm not confident in playing any other running back from Atlanta, but if Cordell Patterson is playing, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to end up changing my lineup. He's at $5,800. He's missed about a month of football. Uh, look, he says he's, ready. he's about 90%. So they need to just go ahead and let, him, let us know he's going to play. Uh, like I said, Mike Williams is out. Keenan Allen still new with that hamstring. So you're looking at Josh Palmer at $5,100. Which is a great value. Um, you got the Eggman at eighty eight hundred dollars. Um, again, though, he's kind of 
you want to watch him because he had that in, in, injury with his uh, with his stomach. So I would say um, for me, it would be if Cordell is playing, uh, pencil me in. I do not care. He's just coming back. The Chargers are trash against running backs. So I don't I don't I don't care if he's just coming back. I'm going to play him. I'm going to I'm going to plug him in his lineups at fifty eight hundred dollars, and I'm going to play. I'm just going to ride him. So, um, Herbert's been playing terrible. <laughs> but against Leonard, Herbert might eat at $7,200. He might eat, but he's only going to be doing Josh Palmer. But I still kind of like him because I think if Eckler's good to go, he's going to be dumping the ball off to him. He's going to be throwing the ball to Palmer. I believe this is going to actually be a high-scoring game. Um, and even uh, Marcus Mariota, he's not bad at $5,300 uh, playing against uh, – Against the Chargers, like I said, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. So I wouldn't be mad at Marcus Mariota. I wouldn't be mad at – I'm definitely not mad at uh, Josh Palmer, and I love Cordell Patterson if he does play. Uh, next matchup, we are going to Miami and Chicago. So Chicago just getting Claypool. Um, right now on this site, I believe they have this price tag at $4,800, which is not bad. I mean, for his price and for his potential, is not bad at all. But – he just got there, so I don't know how that's actually going to transition with him and um, Justin Fields. Um, again, though, I mean, you got your high guys from Miami. You got um, Hill, Tua, you got uh, Waddle, and you got uh, my guy. Oh, even a tight end, Kaseki, he's coming on. But the Chicago's not bad against wide receivers. So Hill's price is up there, but I mean, you're going to, I mean, hey, it's Tyreek Hill, man. It's the cheetah. So you got two at sixty seven hundred dollars, which isn't bad. But like I said, Chicago's a little bit better against uh, wide receivers than, than you would think. They would, I think they rank like third. Um, so I'm actually looking at this matchup. You got Jeff Wilson Jr. just getting at forty nine hundred. Again, he just kind of got there. Oh, here we go. Clear Herbert, man, fifty eight hundred bucks. Fifty eight hundred bucks. He who I I think his role is going to increase with Chicago. Uh, you seen last week Montgomery had that fumble. I, I just like I said, I've been saying it for weeks. I think Herbert looks better, and I think that moving forward, he'll probably be the better option for them in this offense. Montgomery's still a good back, but I believe in this offense with this quarterback, I think Clear Herbert is going to be the better option, and I can see his role increasing as the weeks go by later in the season. I believe he's in in position to have a great second half of the season, so he would to me he would be a good value at fifty eight hundred bucks. Uh, and again, if you're willing to take a shot at Claypool, uh, like I say, he's only forty eight hundred dollars, so it wouldn't be bad to take a shot on him. So next up, we got Cincinnati and Carolina. Man, Jamar Chase, he's out. Uh, Joe Burrow, this guy like that game against Cleveland was. Was was terrible. I mean, it it was pretty bad. Uh, they looked like they were struggling just because Chase wasn't out there. Him and Boyd, you know, they looked they hooked up a couple times. Higgins, they, neither one of those receivers had pretty you know dominant games. But I believe that a bounce back is coming against Carolina. Uh, Atlanta just went crazy on them. So I think Burrow at sixty six hundred dollars. I like. I like Boyd at sixty three. Um, uh, Higgins' price tag is a little bit too high for me. Um, for me, I would actually just go DJ Moore at $5,800 instead of paying $7,300 for Higgins. I would just go ahead and play uh, DJ Moore because I believe, like, you've seen Cooper. He's able to kind of have a nice game against uh, Cincinnati. I believe DJ Moore is coming into his own, uh, you know, with the quarterback switch with P.J. Walker. I believe that, uh, that, that, that you can actually play a good stack with P.J. Walker and DJ Moore against uh, Cincinnati. Um, again, I like I – like, 
I like Joe as a player. I just don't like I said he just doesn't produce enough for me. Um, six five hundred dollars just kind of tagged me out. Uh, we still got Foreman. He is still at six six uh, K. But Cincinnati's not bad against the run, but his price, price Foreman's price might go up a little bit if he keeps playing better. So uh, for me, I would say my number one would be that stack with DJ Moore and PJ Walker for that matchup. And then that brings us into our, I believe this is going to be, well, we got a couple more. So, oh, here we go. All right, matchup, here we go. Green Bay and Detroit. Man, hey, uh, Swift, if he's, if he's out there, his price tag is still above Jamal Williams, but Jamal Williams is producing a little bit better. So common sense tells you to just go ahead and play Jamal Williams at 5,900 and not pay up for Swift at 6,400, which you may end up getting the same productivity or maybe even better because it looks like Jamal Williams is going to get the goal line touches. He's going to get the touchdowns. I mean, I think he has eight or nine on the season. So for me, it's just Jamal Williams at 5,900 right now. I'm just, for value-wise, it's, it's going to be Jamal Williams. Um, Aaron Rodgers, if he had another weapon to throw to, it would be a great matchup because Detroit is just so horrendous on defense. Um, so I, I don't mind playing him at 5,900. His price is low because he's not had a real good season. Um, you can actually stack him with, uh, you can probably end up stacking him with my guy Aaron, Aaron Jones for 7,400. So, again, the good thing about Aaron Jones is that Aaron Rodgers is going to end up maybe throwing him the ball. You may get a couple of nice little screen touchdowns. It wouldn't be bad at all. Um, you got Ahmad St. Brown. He's at $6,600. He's another player that I kind of like. Um, but, yeah, for this matchup, I really like um, I really like just stacking Aaron Rodgers and uh, Aaron Jones because, like I said, they're playing Detroit, which everyone eats against Detroit. I mean, everybody just pulls up their plate and just, hey, takes the knife and a fork out, and it's, it's time to eat against Detroit. So, it, it's not it's, it's going to be chalky because they are playing Detroit, but I do believe I, I like Aaron Aaron Jones the most in this matchup just for his uh, pass catching ability. So next up we got Jacksonville versus the Raiders, and oh my God, Devontae Adams he got to have a bounce back game. I mean he has to. That that last game was one catch, I think it was three yards. So if you want to pay eighty one hundred dollars for a Devontae Adams with a struggling Raiders offense, that'd be my guess. But tag me out. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I I feel more comfortable playing Josh Jacobs. Uh, Jacksonville's easy to run on anyway. So he's at seventy three hundred. Uh, Travis Etienne, man, his price is six three hundred dollars. That's not gonna last long. So there you go. That's a, I mean that's an easy pick him right there. Go ahead and uh, plug Travis Etienne in because it's his backfield. He has nobody else in there to to take. You know any any more snaps than he doesn't want away. He's a workhorse back, and there's not a lot of workhorse backs in the NFL right now. He's one back that you can look at and say, "Hey, man, this is a workhorse back." Him and I mean, Josh Jacobs is a little bit, but ETN ceiling is probably a little bit higher than Josh Jacobs. It could be just because there's, I mean, besides Christian Kirk, like you don't have a lot of options I see in Jacksonville that can you know to take him. Oh, another trade we forgot to talk about. Uh, Calvin Ridley because he's been suspended all year. He will be in Jacksonville next year, but you don't have to worry about him until next year. So Travis Etienne, uh, plug and play workhorse back. Um, I also like. Oh, that's probably about it in that matchup. I mean, looking at it, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm looking. I'm just looking at Travis Etienne honestly. So I don't want to pay up for Devontae Adams. I'm not playing Derek Carr because he's unreliable this year. But yeah, I, I'm looking at my guy. Travis Etienne, great matchup for him. So that takes us to Seattle and Arizona. So Seattle, you're looking at 
Kenneth Walker, like I said, workhorse back, $6,200, not bad at all. Uh, I would say that Arizona, yeah, they're about middle of the pack as far as um, run defense. So uh, $6,200, I, I wouldn't mind paying up for him a little bit. D-Hop's at $7,900. If you want to play him against Seattle, uh, I wouldn't. I, I, I don't I don't believe he's going to have a real dominant game against Seattle, which isn't bad against receivers. Um, you got Kyler Murray at $7,400. Um, you can look down and Connor and Benjamin. You don't know who's gonna play that backfield. kind of you know, but but you got your guy Zach Kurtz down there at fifty one hundred dollars. Again, he's always a good play for me. I'm always looking at Zach Kurtz. I just believe he's a great tight end. Um, Lockett is looking there. Yeah, I'm, that's that's tag me out on that. That's the rest of it because he's kind of questionable. So yeah, I would say for this matchup, it's just really Kenneth Walker at sixty two hundred dollars. And that takes us to the last matchup. We got the Rams and Tampa Bay, man. So, hey, Cooper Cup, that ankle injury, we don't know. 8900 You're probably not going to pay up for him this week just dealing with that ankle. Uh, you got my guy. Can't, uh, nope, no, 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 no time. No Stafford. No. Oof. Mike Evans at 72. Again, I just, I can't, I can't, man. Tag me out of this matchup. I just don't want to. I'm not comfortable with really actually Putting any of these any of these players in my match in my lineup this week, I'm just I'm just not. I would love to like put Fournette in there. It's just I just I don't I don't rely on Fournette. So on this matchup, I would say mm, yeah, I'm looking at it, man, and I'm not really feeling any of these players out of this matchup. But I would say you know. You got Mike Evans, like I said, at seventy two hundred. Fournette at sixty six hundred. Godwin at sixty two, and Godwin maybe somebody you take. A, I may take a look at at sixty two hundred dollars. Um, he looks a little bit better. Um, you got Tom Brady at six k. Uh, again, I can pay a little bit lower. And pff, actually, I got Geno Smith against <laughs> uh, against Arizona. So with that said, let me take you guys to my lineup where I made uh, I made for my daily. Let's see. I got one more. I got one more team I need. Well, let's see. I've changed something. So, here we go. Okay. So, all right. Quarterback. I got uh, I got Geno Smith. Running back, I got Aaron Jones. Uh, my second running back is Ramondre Stevenson. I believe that's going to be a good matchup for him. My receiver is uh, Scary Terry McCurlin. Uh, followed by, uh, I got my guy Waddle. And then uh, Christian Kirk. And then my tight end is uh, Tunyon. And at the flex is going to be Jackson from Indiana, uh, Indianapolis. Uh, Deion Jackson, just in case, you know, Jonathan Taylor misses, I believe that would be a good, um, you know, that might be a good silent pickup. People may not be, a lot, you know, they may miss the news with Jonathan Taylor, and there you go. You got Jackson in there, and he may go off. And then at my defense, I kind of had to plug and play it. So at the defense, I went ahead and went with Seattle's defense again against Kyler Murray, just hoping to get they get a lot of sacks and you know a couple turnovers. So that's it. There you have it, man. We'll get um Shine's lineup and then we'll kind of compare it and then come back next week, man, and tell you who we hit and who we missed on. But yeah, man, castaways to next week, man. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh hey, till next time. Peace. <laughs>